continue to teach us on how to fulfill your vision in 2017. So I don't intend to rush through it um, today, but what we're going to do today is we're going to anoint anyone who wants to be anointed for service in the area of leadership, evangelism, and moving in the power of God. So as we are sharing, I want you to open your spirits, and I want you to hear what God is saying to you. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, he says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. You know, time me till the time that we allot, allot, allot uh, till 12 30. Eh? Can't even say it. All right. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. This verse of scripture is the verse that I believe for us as a church, locally, we are to run with. And there are certain things that I have said and I will keep echoing throughout this year concerning 2017 for you and for us as a church. I believe that for us as a church and for you as an individual, 2017 shall be your year of shining. And as we make these declarations, open your spirit and receive it. It shall be your year of manifesting God's will for your life. You will experience an acceleration of grace to obey God like you haven't done in previous years. I believe that for us as a church, it shall be a year of the supernatural. Many of you will begin to enter into a deeper realm of experiencing the supernatural power of God. And you will grow in confidence. Your faith will increase. Your faith will grow as you see signs and wonders beginning to manifest through your life. It shall be a year of leadership for many of you. And that through you, others will be empowered to know the Lord better. It shall be a year of soul winning for many of you. You will begin to see so saved. You will both sow in the hearts of people and harvest the souls of men for the kingdom. It shall be a year of manifesting the power of God. If you agree, say amen. I believe 2017 is an, a year of increased victory for some of you who for quite a while you've felt like something has resisted you concerning specific things that you are believing God for. It is our year of doing something we have not done before. Can you say amen? I like that scripture, Psalm 18, verse 29 to 34. He says, for by you, I don't think I've given this one out, for by you I will run, I can run through a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. You will leap over walls this year in Jesus' name. I said you will leap over walls. Whatever the barrier is, you will learn how to jump over it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right. I want, because of time, I don't want to read the rest of that verse. I want to just go through how to shine, what we've already said. So let me just give you the key guidelines that we gave seven, and then I want to focus on two today. Number one, we said how you shine and fulfill your vision in 2017. Number one, you must understand your mission. Understand your mission. In other words, understand why you are alive as a child of God. 
Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Every one of us has an assignment, a mission, a reason of existence. <coughs> Paul said that he will lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus laid hold of him. Number two, we said if you want to fulfill your vision in 2017, you must identify that vision. You must identify that vision. The scripture says, write the vision upon tablets and make it plain, that he may run who reads it. The vision is for an appointed time. So vision speaks of what specifically you are called to do within a certain time frame. Vision always has to do with time frames. He says the vision is for an appointed time. And in 2017, there is a vision that God has upon your life for you to realize. And that vision feeds into the ultimate vision of God for your life. Beloved, there are no coincidences and no accidents when it comes to your life. I am convinced of Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good. All things. Say all things. All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. When you are seeking to align your life with the will of God for your life, whatever comes your way is subservient to the will of God for your life. It doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't matter how it sounds. It doesn't matter how unexpected it is working on your behalf because your life is aligned to the will of God. So you must identify the vision of God for your life. And as a church, we have a vision. This local church has a vision. CLF corporately has a vision, for sure. Our vision is to establish a church in every nation of this world during our lifetime. That's our vision. But as a local church, we have a vision. It's to be a growing city-wide, family, Christ-centered church that is impacting the community and the city, and the nations of the world. Amen. And you need to understand, if God joins you to this church, you are essential to that vision being fulfilled. Whatever church God has placed you in, you are essential. If you're listening to me online, or if you're listening to me audio or by whatever, I am telling you, whatever church God has placed you in, you are essential to that vision. Whether man recognizes you or not, whether the church recognizes you or not, if God has placed you in that church, support the vision of that church. The third thing we said, if you want to fulfill your um, vision in 2017, you must narrow your emphases. You must narrow your emphases as you pursue, as you pursue, sorry, as you pursue your vision. Narrow your emphases. Don't allow your life to be all over the place. Have a focus. Narrow the emphasis. First of all, identify that emphasis. What is the banner that this year I must run under? What is that banner? What is that theme? Is it prayer? Is it consecration? Is it loving people? Is it dealing with my temperament? What is the banner? Is it just winning boxing matches? Hallelujah. We have a champion in our midst. Yeah. Cruiserweight champion. Say, is that godly? Listen, Paul said, I box, not as her. But you must have an emphasis, a banner that you are, is governing your life. It might be love. This is a year of manifesting the love of God in my life. Some of us need that. Amen. But for us as a church, our emphasis is 
a year to what? A year to what? A year to what? You're not very convincing. A year to? I was talking to somebody earlier on this week, and I said to them, they hadn't been to church for a while, and I said to them, do you even know our emphasis? I said, our emphasis is a year to leap. And he said, oh, what's that? Is there a leap year this year? Another one. Another one. And then he said, jumping. Are we going to be jumping? Is there a year of jumping? I said, no, it's a year to leap. So what is that? Leadership, evangelism, and the power of God is a year to leap. This year, you will leap. I said, this is our year of leaping. Those of you that said, that's for me, I'm not a leader. You are going to be a leader. You are going to demonstrate leadership. I said, you are going, I'm not hearing the amens. Amen. Amen. No, you are going to demonstrate leadership. Because every child of God has been empowered and called by God to be a leader in their own right. Can you say amen? amen? The fourth area, if you want to fulfill your vision in 2017, is make yourself available to serve that vision. At times, people carry a vision, but they are not available to serve it. They've allowed themselves to be so busy with so many things. So when I'm dealing with people and their goals, at times, they'll set goals, and I'll see that the first goal contradicts the second goal, which contradicts their overall goal. So they'll say something like, this is my year of breakthrough, and I want to break through in my studies. I want to get a first-class honors. And then they'll also say, and then I want to also start a business this year. And then they'll also add, and I'll be getting married this year. And then they will also add, and I want to become super fit this year. And then they will add, the above overarching goal is this year I will travel 10 times. No, no, they'll cross it 12 times. Once a month, I'll be traveling, traveling the nations. My friend, your goals don't make sense. That might be a 10-year plan that you've narrowed down to one year. At times, God will put things in your heart that you want to do in one year, but it will take 10 years to do. So when you narrow your emphasis and you make yourself available to serve, you will begin to realize what is possible. You say, but I'm, I'm work, working with a God of the impossible. My friend, we will use wisdom. That's another thing we're going to talk about. So it is important for you to make yourself available to serve the interests of your emphasis. The interests of your emphasis. The thing that you are running with this year. Everything else that you are doing must point to that. It must point to that. So at times when I'm dealing with people in their goals, I'll say to them, marry what you are doing and your goals for ministry with your goals for the marketplace. Marry them. Don't have two separate lives. Don't allow them to be divorced. Let them be, let them be married. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Why? Because there are things that you are doing in your personal life that if you marry the emphasis of the church with it, it will empower you to be more effective. For instance, if you want to do well in your workplace and you embrace the emphasis of the church in leadership, the way you will handle yourself in the workplace because you are now a leader will be different. When everybody is complaining about the place, you say, no, I don't do that. This place is my workplace. This is, this is my field. 
You must see the places you work and the places you, you have spent a lot of your time as the field that God has entrusted to you to manifest his kingdom. Can you say amen? amen. Number five, if you want to fulfill your vision, is focus on the specific or primary goals that you have. It's kind of a feeding into what I've already said. Apart from you having that emphasis, apart from you making yourself available to serve it, the focus that you place on it will determine your level of success. You must learn to live focused lives. And this is why you, you, should, you should keep diaries. How many of you keep diaries? You, you, you have a diary and you keep to it. You know, people have diaries, but they don't keep to it. They'll say, yeah, I put, I put it in my diary. My diary is in here. No. You have to learn to, as a child of God, if you want to be a leader, you have to learn to live with intention. Writing things down. Committing yourself to what's written down. So at times, I want to help all kinds of people, but I say, let me check my diary. And then when I check my diary, I say, ah! I can't help you because I'm already committed to this one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. They came first. If there's a cancellation, then I'm coming. But if I just committed, then sometimes we have committed and we've had what we call double what? Double what? Are you here today? Double bookings. It's double bookings. Ask your neighbor, are you here? Ask your neighbor, are you here? <laughs> so focus on your primary goals. And it might be just one main goal. It might be three, no more than three. Focus on them. Number six, be willing to invest financially to support your vision. At times people have a vision, but they're not willing to invest their money in their vision. They're not willing to buy books, to go on courses. To be empowered. Listen, if you want to have a PhD, it's going to cost you money. So at times, people will say something like this. Well, if, if I can get a grant or if the government will help me. But listen, don't allow your destiny to be dictated to by the economy that you live in or by the welfare state. Beloved, we are not to live that way. The other day, I was talking with one of my men mentees and we are talking and uh, he, he was mentioning to me about um, one of his, I have to be careful here. He was mentioning to me about a situation where somebody needed accommodation, and they were in an accommodation where the accommodation belonged to the council. And the long and short of it all was this. They were hoping for freebies. And I said, no, nah, you cannot. You cannot, allow that, you cannot allow your life to be governed by freebies. If it's going, then I'll take it. Hopefully I'll get it. No. Sometimes it is good to invest in yourself. Pay the rent. Say, ah, but I need to save. You've been talking about saving all these years. We have no evidence. Pay the rent. That will cause you to save more. <laughs> I'll be saving. At times I hear people, I'm, I'm just living, I'm living at home, I'm saving. Listen, if you're living at home, at a certain age, my children, when they live at home, they will be paying. They will be paying. No, 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 no. Why? Because what I do with the money, I might get them to pay and then give it back to them. But they will be paying the rate. I might also need the money. I don't know. My son is here, so I have to be careful how I add that. Because he he, you know, if Carice is here and she hears that, she will just make a note. Uh -huh. And she'll say, you said on this date, at this time, that if I gave the money, I need it. I'm getting married. I need that money. 
But now, on a serious note, when you learn to invest in yourself, in your vision, you will place value on that vision. So, those who grew up with me, that I, some of them I lived with them, they'll tell you. Whenever I lived with them, I asked them, how much is the rent? I asked them, how much am I, is the rent? Am I not telling you the truth? And when do we pay the rent? I have never missed paying rent. I remember I was sharing with somebody. I paid the rent and they would not be paying. Pay the rent, they would not be paying. So one day I said to my friend, keep the thing. I'm out of here. I don't need my name blacklisted. No, but you must be willing to invest in your vision. We'll be talking more about that. And if you are in a local church, you must be willing to invest financially in the vision of that local church. If you agree, say amen. amen. If you don't agree, say mm Okay. And if you don't want to say anything, just keep quiet. But you must be willing to invest in, the, in the, your local church. Those of you that are in different churches who are listening to me, I want to encourage you to support the vision of your church with your money. You say, how do you do that? Every church has protocols. In this church, our protocol is tithes and offering. It's not taxes and offering. It's tithes and offering. Did, did you get that? It's not taxes and offering. It's tithes. So what we, look at how quiet you've all gone. It's like, uh-huh. The money thing has come again, twice in the service. Baby dedication, he said money, and now he's saying money again. I knew there was a catch. You see, sitting on a chair doesn't come, sitting in a chair in a service does not come through angelic visitation. We don't leave this place and say to the GDA, you see that chair we sat on? There's blessings we've left there in the spirit. Let it pay for your bill. No, everywhere we go, we have to pay. Everywhere we go. And when we get our own building, we will have to pay for it as well. You know, when we had our watch night service in that beautiful place, you know, some of you said, this is where we should go. But some of the people who said, this is where we should go, don't even pay tithes. They don't even give offerings. And they want us to go there. How are we going to go there if everyone was like you? If everyone was like you, gave to the church financially like you did, we'll be in trouble. I want you to ask yourself a question. If everybody supported the church financially like I did, how will the church be doing financially? Now, for some of you, we'll be doing very well. I remember talking to one young lady, and she said to me, I don't believe in tithing. I said, oh. I said, okay, why? She said, because for me, I believe that I should just give. And so I went, okay, so how do you give? She said, I give 20% because I don't believe in tithing. I said, yeah, that is, that is the kind of Christian we're looking for. <laughs> Not these people who claim they don't believe in tithing and they don't give anything and they still want the church to help them. Hey, there are people like that. I know there's nobody in CLF like that. Thank God for your life. Let's move on. So you must be willing to invest financially in your vision. It's so important. Both the vision of your church and your vision, vision for your family. And sometimes when you invest in the vision of your family, it will mean that certain privileges have to be reduced. Not too many restaurants. Oh, I want to talk to those people. Like, how many of you like going to restaurants with your spouses and your friends? Come on, wave your hands. Spouses and friends, restaurants. You know, as a 
as an African-British man growing up in the United Kingdom of England. <laughs> the restaurant I enjoyed was KFC, McDonald's. In our day, Wimpy. I don't know, does anybody know about Wimpy? <laughs> and then I met a certain lady. And uh, the first place she said, I said, let's go to the restaurant. <laughs> so, of course, in my mind, I know restaurants. McDonald's, KFC, Wimpy. But of course, I was smart. I checked. I said, where would you like to go? She mentioned some restaurant I'd never heard of. <laughs> and I said, sure, let's go. So we went to this place. I strolled in. We sat down. And the menu came. Now remember, I'm used to filet or fish. Big Mac, there are prices. <laughs> and then I saw some funny names. And I said, what's this? It's potato that's been roasted. When you say roast potato, then another name. What is this? It's like beef. I thought, okay, we'll order this, we'll order that. And I'm looking at, I'm doing the calculations. My <laughs> restaurant. I'm talking about investing in your vision. <laughs> investing in your vision. I had a vision, so I'm investing. Now, if she had said, all bets aside, African man, what do you want? My friend, let's get out of this place. <laughs> so, we ordered the food, and we're, talking, and we're both hungry. Even as beautiful as this woman is, she's also hungry. And a beautiful woman who's angry is still... Hungry can be an angry, beautiful woman. She was, she was keeping it cool. And, you know, and then the food came. And I couldn't hold it up. So what is this? <laughs> what, what, what is this? Some small, something that African man, I can just grab and put it in my mouth and I'm done. And they kind of made it, decorated some, put something in the way to make it, interrupting the floor. Just, you know. And I looked at her. This is Aisha, my wife. I looked at her and she looked at me. <laughs> this is, this is, wow. <laughs> I was gauging it. And she said, mm, this is not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the other stuff came. Little this, little this, like three chips and <laughs> seven peas and what? <laughs> When we finished it, and then the bill, I, paid the, I thought, this is a rip-up. When we finished, I said, listen, <laughs> you know, I'm still hungry. And I'm, I said, yeah, I'm still hungry. Said, Let's go McDonald's. <laughs> now, listen, this wasn't the first date or the second date. This was a few dates, but I'm just saying. Now, she married me in the end, but the point is, the point is, you have to be willing to invest. But sometimes... If you are looking to pursue a vision, some of these expensive restaurants, you need to, you know, adjust. Because you can't buy a house and then spend, but be spending all the money in restaurants. Amen. So invest in your vision. Say to your neighbor, invest in your vision. Invest financially. 
And the more, in, the, the greater the vision is, sometimes the more the financial cost. And then number seven, very important if you want to fulfill your vision, commit to daily prayer and consecration. Commit to daily prayer and consecration. It is so important. Now, we're going to treat all of these in detail, but I want to focus on two today, quickly. That's number four. Make yourself available to serve the interests of your emphasis. Make yourself available to serve. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. He says, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here am I, send me. I want to encourage you to make yourself available to serve God's vision for your life. It sounds simple, but it is important. For instance, if your emphasis this year is to be praying regularly, you have to use that as if you are worshiping God where you set aside the time. You set, like, if you've got holidays, how many of you have times you're so busy, your work keeps you busy and it affects your prayer time? Come on. Uh, it's just only a few of us. How many? Uh, generally. Yes. Before I was in the ministry, full time, I used to find, because I was working full time, that I had to be very intentional about my prayer life. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to pray. And so, at times, if I noticed that the fuel was going low, I would take time off, holiday time, to pray. I'll book holidays to pray, a day or two, you see, and we pray. Because I realized that the, the, the engine was going low. Now, you see, it's nothing wrong to take holidays and go to Spain. It's good. Or Ghana. It's great. There's a lot of holidaying in CLF, I have to be honest. I've noticed a lot of these young people, they like a lot of holidays. Hey, a lot of money spent. But let me tell you this. You must learn to take holidays and wait on the Lord to renew your strength. Especially if your vision is in line with the purposes of God for your life. Until you make yourself available, you will never, like you've heard me say, take the first steps towards that vision. You have to make yourself available. So let's say this year is your vision to be married. Well, you have to meet somebody first. Yeah, you have me, come on. You see, if I was, if I was not married today, there are a few steps I'll be taking. After I have scanned the church, if I, 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 there's no connection. I will go to my pastor and say, are there churches you will recommend for visitation? Yeah. You have to be intentional. I'm making myself available to serve the emphasis of my vision. And then I will not miss Sunday service, of course. But I'll find out what the church is doing. And then I'll visit those churches. I may even put my name online. Prayerfully. Yeah, I would. We have helped, prayed with people who, by the grace of God, through their online assignments, are married. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. I know some of you are wondering what he's saying. I'm saying 
you make yourself available to serve your interests. And if you want to get married this year, you have to meet somebody. If you want to meet somebody, you have to put yourself out to meet somebody. I didn't hear much amens there. So we're clear about these things. Somebody also said to me, there are certain visions, you have to just leave it to God. No. God does his bit. Somebody said, how can I decide it's up to God who I meet? The Bible doesn't say that, especially if you're a man. And ladies, you can apply the scripture to yourself as well. The Bible says, he that finds a wife, finds a good thing. It's not he that is given a wife. So there is some searching going on. I'm not hearing any amens. There's a reason why I'm feeling my spirit to go this way. So you have to do some finding. You haven't been finding anyone. And, and at times, even some of the things, you, 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 um, there's, there are places you look, should look for. I didn't say go raving. I didn't say that. There are places you should look for. So, sisters, he that, she that finds a husband, finds a good thing. Uh-huh, only three. But you got your husband in Jesus' name. No, really, listen to me very carefully. It is important you understand it. You have to be intentional about your vision. And then you end up blaming the pastors. You pastors, you haven't helped us to get married. Am I God? I'm not God. Don't come and blame me or beg. Listen, I have to find my own. On the road to finding my wife, I had several rejections. That's life. Are you still here? Some of you, you're not searching because you're afraid you're going to be rejected. If they reject you, you are blessed. Because they were the wrong one. That's why they couldn't see a good thing. Don't worry about that. No, 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 no. Look, listen, listen. You know, thank God for Aisha. I mean, she, it was, she made it very easy. She just came up to me and said, I like you. I believe we should be together. I'm telling you, that's my wife. That's what she did. None of this. No, no, no. She just came straight. I like you. I think we should be together. What do you think? What do you think I think? Even if I wasn't thinking, what do you think I think? <laughs> Listen, there's certain things you don't need to pray about. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm just, I mean, honestly. Oh, wait, let me go and wait on the uh, 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 It's yes. Straight up. Listen, I mean, I, I'm sorry. At times, people allow their blessing to pass them by. You know, you know you are desperate. We know you are desperate. Everybody knows you are desperate. And this brother is showing you attention. And they tell you, I like you. Wait, let me go and pray about it. Keep praying. Somebody else will come and just go, ah, yes, and take them. Are you still here? Yeah. I feel in my spirit I have to dwell here. <laughs> All right. How, much, how long? Fine. So, make yourself available to serve your vision. So important. And when it comes to our vision as a church and the vision that you have, you must align your vision with the vision of your church. It's so important. 1 Timothy 3.15. I didn't give you this scripture, I'm sorry. It says this. But if I am delayed, 
I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Paul was telling Timothy things that should be happening in the local church and things that shouldn't be happening in his local church. And he said, if I'm delayed, so that you know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, these are the things you need to know. Because the house of God is the church of God and it is the pillar and ground of the truth. You see, the church is the custodian of the kingdom of God. We are entrusted with ensuring God's kingdom comes to pass in this vicinity and through those people that we have interactions with. And as a church, the vision or the mandate God gives us is connected to the vision that God has given to you. Unless God doesn't want you in this house, then he has a house where he wants you to be in where the vision he's put in you will be empowered by the vision of the house. So important. It's good to see Pastor Olu and his newborn daughter. Yay. I'm, I, well, I don't know whether the daughter is here or not, but it's good to see Pastor Olu. Yeah. Olu, Olu was helping me run the church and then he left me. No, he's such a great man of God. We thank God for his life. Him and his wonderful wife and his lovely children. Yeah. Daddy Olu, good to see you. So, because we are custodians of God's kingdom, when we partner with the, because the church is a custodian of God's kingdom, when we partner with God's house, we are partnering with his kingdom purpose. And this is why the enemy will attack you in how you connect with your church. Because he knows that the key to your blessings is in the church of God. This year, we're focusing on leadership evangelism, and the power of God. And we're going to pray. And I want to pray for you, those of you who are saying you are embracing this vision. You are embracing this vision. First of all, I want to pray for the ministers of the house. So all those who are ministers in this house and in CLF in general, um, if you're here, so even if you're from one of the other branches, it doesn't matter. And you want prayer in this. I need the oil. We're going to pray. If I can have some worship. In the background, we're going to pray. I want to anoint you because I don't want to lose this. And then listen to me very carefully. As I'm ministering, I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to minister to you into your context. I touched on the area of marriage. I am believing that this year there's going to be breakthrough in many of you who've been single for a very long time. Uh, come on. You see, now, how you receive this, let me tell you this. God wants you married if you want to get married. So, those of you especially who are single and want to get married, this year must be a year of leadership for you. This year must be a year of soul winning for you. This year must be a year of the power of God for you. So, those who want um, ministers, can you come? I'm going to pray over you. I want to anoint you. And those of you in, um, in the church right now, I want you to listen to me. If you are saying to the Lord, Lord, I am saying yes to your emphasis of leadership, evangelism, and your power through my life, I want you to stand where you are because I'm going to anoint you as well. But first, I want to anoint these ones, or we are going to rather anoint you as well. And as you stand, I want you to begin to consecrate yourself to the Lord. Now, though the rest of you who are sitting, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you about what he wants you to do this year. 
and surrender yourself to it. Surrender yourself to it. As you are standing right now, begin to reach out to him. Begin to worship him. As Olu also helps us in leading. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, I consecrate this oil as holy. And as we anoint, as I anoint these ones, I ask for the spirit of leadership, the spirit of evangelism, and an increased manifestation of your power upon their lives. Lord, I pray that this year, every one of these, your servants, and your sons and daughters will experience an increase of grace in leadership, in evangelism, and in your power. I come against the spirit of barrenness that seeks to plague some of you in your ministry. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I speak life. I speak fruitfulness. I speak grace into you, into your ministry. You will begin to gather and not lose. You will begin to gather and retain. You will see increase. You will see strength. Zanda, Frema, Tekri, Presus, Dementa, Rekis, Orema, Brande, Lelema, Chevre, Memena. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come fill me up again. Father, I anoint your son. I anoint your son. Just stay where you are. I anoint your son. Your I anoint your handmaiden, your daughter. I find Lebro, myself Shibra. again. I anoint your daughter. Have your way. I anoint your son. Have your way. Keep reaching out. Lebru, I anoint your daughter. Anoint your daughter. Anoint your son. Anoint your son. Anoint your daughter. Anoint your son. Anoint your son. Anoint your son. In the name of Jesus. Let the heavens open over you. Let the heavens open over you. Let there be divine acceleration over you. Fruitfulness, where there has been barrenness. Strength, where there has been weakness. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Men of God, women of God, remain here. Remain here. I want you to face the church. We are going to pray over everyone who wants to be ministered to. But I'm going to call out certain things and respond to what I call out. First of all, I want us to anoint those of you who are saying, Lord, this year, I embrace the call to leadership, evangelism, and the power of God. All three, not two, not one, all three. We'll pray for the other areas. If you just have one or two, we'll pray for that. But I want to pray for all three in particular first. So if that's you, come to the front. Just come and stand here. Don't feel obliged. Only come if it's what in your spirit you have the witness of. Don't worry, we'll pray for everyone who wants prayer. But it's very important that we are calling out very specific. Now, these men and women are going to anoint you with oil. And they're going to pray over you. Now, men and women, as you are anointed ministers, as you anoint them and you pray for them, as the Holy Spirit gives you a word, prophesy into them. 
But once you pray into their situation, let them go so that we can pray for others. All right? So let's do that right now. Father, as your son here, begin to reach out to the Lord. I want to pray for somebody in particular who has had some kind of problem in their left ankle area. It's affected their feet, their foot. The left ankle. There's a significance there. If that is you, I want you to raise your hand so that I can see who you are, so that I can come and pray for you quickly. Come. Yando feledus ebrenta safalentos. Fremando sebelenta farandos. Once you've been prayed for, can you go? Edmund? Edmund. I want to pray for you. I want you to minister to me. Give that to somebody. I want to pray for you. Some of the other ministers who are not on the ministerial team, I want to pray over you because I want you to pray for people. Yeah. You haven't got anything. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone, and every breath that I take, every moment I'm away, Lord, have your way in me, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. 
And every breath that I take, every moment I'm with Lord, have your way. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord, have your way. Thank you, Lord. Let's keep praying for people. Once people have been ministered to, if they can take their seats and then others can come for prayer. You are greater, Jesus, you are greater than it all. You are greater, Jesus, you are greater than it all, than it all. Grace and mercy found me. Oh, the blood of Jesus is greater. Grace and mercy found me. Oh, the blood of Jesus is greater. You are greater, Jesus, you are greater than it all. You are greater, Jesus, you are greater than it all, than it all. Grace and mercy found me. Oh, the blood of Jesus is greater. Grace and mercy found me. Oh, the blood of Jesus is greater. And I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin please let's remain standing let's worship the lord angela i need you to help me with the time come on let's remain standing yeah. those of you who would like prayer in the area of leadership alone could you Come and stand over here. Just leadership. I'm not talking about those who've already been prayed for. Just leadership alone. Not leadership and evangelism. Just leadership over there. Guys, go and minister to them. In fact, yeah, in fact, you can start making your way. And when you go, just tell them what it is you're coming for. Yeah. 
So here Quickly. I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that. Those of you who feel like God is calling you just into the area of evangelism alone, come and stand here. I'm going to pray over you right now. All together. Quickly, 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 quickly. Mandele Baraba Sotorianda. Libra Sotori and Delebaya. Rakabando Robosha. Stay here, stay there, stay. Just stay. I'm going to pray to see. Libra Katori India. Just evangelism quickly. Come and stand here. Yoro together, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak strength and grace. Speak strength and grace. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Holy Father. Quickly, I need somebody to come and pray with these ones. I want to give you a word. I hear the Spirit say over you, this phrase, daughter of Zion, arise. That's what I hear. Daughter of Zion, arise. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Whether it makes sense to you, I say again, daughter of Zion. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live, I live to worship you. Daughter of Zion, arise. 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 I speak life. Lift up your eyes. Look, you know, the Lord will use you not just in speaking with people, but even through social media. You must embrace both. And the word we had for somebody earlier, the person who's put their head under the pillow and has ready to end it all. Could you come and see me now, please? I want to pray for you. So that person who had their head under the pillow and just said, I've had enough, I don't want to, I don't want to go any further. Please, could you come? And I want to pray for you now. I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within. Through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. I'll sing you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within, through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. 
I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Anybody else who I'm would like prayer? Love for the if you want prayer for any area in terms of your vision, it's all about you. come now. Let's pray over you quickly. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. It's all about you. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I want to pray quickly before I hand to Angela. Those of you in business who are saying you want God to help you fulfill your vision this year in your business. Quickly come here. Let's pray over you. What do you want to pray for? you are doing and that which you want him to help you to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm anointing you and then stay there and then I'll pray for you. As I'm praying for you, raise your hands if you can. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak open heavens over these ones standing here. Lord, as they pursue your vision, empower them to pursue their vision. As they pursue your vision, empower them to pursue their vision. I, I see in my spirit that as you honor God in what you are doing 
And as you honor his house in how you serve, he will honor you. For some of you, you're already doing this. You're already doing it. But for some of you, you're not doing it, not because you don't want to, but because you don't know how. So you ask the Lord, how do I do it? And he will show you. The Lord bless you. Amen. All right, Angela. Thank you, Lord. Just as the people are still being prayed for, let's just remain in this place with the Lord. We're going to take our tithes and offerings. Um, so can we have the ashes uh, ready? If you need a pen um, to write on the envelope, then please um, just make it known and the ushers will give you a pen. Just remember that uh, the church, uh, Greenwich, now has a different bank account. So if you can make sure that you write the check to the right people. Please